Our lives intersect the lives of other people, groups, or even whole governments. What happens next is what I explore in this podcast. Welcome to Intersections. I'm Brett Dickerson, your host. Today I'm interviewing Angela Clark Little, who is a business analyst, but Angela, you're known first publicly for something a little bit different than that right now, especially after the runoff prime, the runoff elections for the primaries. Um, we're recording the next day after those, uh, and this will be published at the end of the week from that runoff. So, um, Many people in the public who never knew you as a business analyst, somebody that analyzes data and things like that, um, they they might know you another way. They might have a different identity of you. What would that be? Um, well, I help lead a group called Oklahoma Parents and Educators for Public Education, and I do I advocate for public education mm-hmm. um, on behalf of you know public schools and for my children. Why don't we talk a little bit about the history of that? How did that How did that come about? Now you and I got acquainted with each other back when I this seems like 10 years ago, yeah. but it was really like three years ago, that that I was um, I was an issues blogger when I was still a teacher. And and so I blogged, I, you know, I was pretty much lined up uh, for public schools and public teachers and things like that. And then I kind of moved away from that, went into journalism. Uh, frankly, the field doesn't even need me anymore. You've just kind of picked up, picked up <laughs> Well, there. no, I mean, I, I have to trust people like you guys that are educators that have done this yeah. and can and help me understand it because I'm just a parent and I'm not going <laughs> to pretend to be an expert, but I, I can be obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, that's that's how we got acquainted with each other, mm-hmm. and then and then we ha- then I had you on fairly early in the history of this podcast. We're this is going to be like episode forty three. Oh wow! And and so yeah, and so I had you on. I think you were like number five or six mm-hmm. or something like that, and had the boys on there too. So yeah, so your twin boys. I wanted to bring you back um, after this time because really you ended up being in in some people's mind negatively notorious and in other people's minds positively notorious so let's talk about the positive first you you started a facebook group mm-hmm. didn't you what was the name what was the name of that facebook group oklahoma parents and educators for public education okay and that's that's the group that several national publications have written about the, yeah uh, there was a piece in education week and mm-hmm. uh, some other publications like that the, it kind of trended a little bit and so other publications wanted to jump on the bandwagon and basically it was a Facebook group, really for for quite a while. Just just sort of a face Facebook group of you know people mutually interested in public education. Is yeah, that right? parents and teachers that you know basically for collaboration. What issues were you seeing, and what's other people seeing, and um, how should we handle, and how could we activate, you know, and and join together to go and and make change because I think so many of us weren't aware at the beginning that, you know, I mean, I know when I first realized some of the things that were going on, I assumed it was the district. Well, because that's where you start. And then you realize that actually, no, it's the state. And so I think once we kind of pulled, you know, went through all of that, um, determined the root cause, we were able to grab people and go and and speak to legislators from various areas because we did have people from all over the state in the group when you when you did that 
what did you find out the root cause really was? It was just a lot of mandates. Um, it was a lot of policy from from the legislature, legi- the yeah. uh, the Oklahoma legislature. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and it was policy, a lot of policy that was written um, with the input of the subject matter experts, which is the educators. Right. Um, and you know, I I know that I feel like there's a lot of people in leadership that feel like they are experts on education because they went to school. Right. Um, well, I mean, I've been to a Thunder game, but I can't play basketball. You know, <laughs> there, I mean, there's a, a difference that we've got to have the right. educator's voice in that policy. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some that are amazing with this and they always include educators. And so, right. you know, recently we've been working on these um, elections and part mm-hmm. of the push is to keep incumbents, you know, uh, some incumbents as well as, you know, get mm-hmm. some other mm-hmm. good people in there with them. Well, that's a, that's a good place for us to talk about what you're group did because eventually your group formed a formed a legal entity of some sort so you could raise funds right yeah we formed a political action committee right okay Um, and you started gathering some money so you could support mm -hmm. uh, the uh, candidates who you thought would be for public education Mm -hmm. for reasonable mandates and letting teachers actually have some input into the standards right yeah um you know we really just wanted to get some people in there that would listen um i mean (laughs) you know and just and really we don't I mean, we didn't. We don't have to agree with them right, 100 percent right. of the time, yeah. and we don't expect that. But, but just just to interact, with interact, people. be available, yeah. and yeah. include us in the conversation is the most important part. Actually, have a conversation. Yes. I, yeah. What? Yeah, and not 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 just take marching orders from some great big national organization. Special interest or, groups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when that's the thing, we don't want to be a special interest group. You know, we right, know that yeah. every area of Oklahoma is going to differ in their beliefs, yeah. and so we want just want to make sure they're listening to educators when it comes to education policy. The the um, thing that kind of stuck in some people's throat was when your group came out with this list, mm-hmm. the famous list now, yes. the, list. the list. How dare you? Yeah. You you got a bunch of uh, really some pretty straight up trolling on that one, mm-hmm. didn't you? So. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, it's amazing to me that you know finally for once, ed- you know, public education has a voice, and we're fighting back, <laughs> and it's like we're the devil. Yeah. Um, and it people was like, just just weren't used to that were mm-hmm. they were no but well, they first, do it often you know well yeah and and if your whole premise is that that you're telling public schools and public school teachers what to do in in spite of research mm-hmm. then it it's because you're superior and the public school teachers are not and mm-hmm. so to to have um any group stand up politically like that was it was a shock to the system here in Oklahoma wasn't mm-hmm. it yeah it was um you know and they didn't like the way that we did things um I, they were like I, you know we had candidates call us and say I didn't get a survey well nobody got a survey yeah. because I can fill out a survey any way I want and make it sound exactly like the group that, right. that sent it to me wants it you right, know and, right, and right. have their support which is which is what happens often with a national absolutely. rifle association yeah I mean absolutely. NRA sends out a thing mm-hmm. a guy goes Okay, this is from the NRA. I better say I'm I'm all for guns mm-hmm. and guns, guns, more guns, and yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, so they said, where was the survey? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I, you know, and I, and what we did was. Um, took recommendations. So we have this group of 25,000 people right. from all over Oklahoma. So we've got people in pretty much every area. Yeah. Um, we started talking about, it kind of just came up out of a conversation, you know, let's get back to the root cause of the problem and that's who we elect. So we're not so exhausted during session. And that was 
kind of where it began. And people were talking about districts of, you know, what, what seats are open and, um, is, are there any incumbents that have just, you know, not ever, they don't support us, mm-hmm. you know, even half of the time. So how can we, is there anybody that's running against them? What are their views on education? It kind of started as a conversation there. Mm-hmm. So we made it be a personal referral recommendation type thing because, you know, that's usually the best way. Right. And if yeah. we didn't know about, you know, if somebody said they knew a candidate, but not really, we would ask a constituent that was in that district to, to ask them questions on, you know, whether yeah. it be email or phone sure. call, Facebook. So they would give real answers to that constituent. And right. I wasn't calling them as part of a, you know, public education group that, right. you know, they would know how to word their answers. And um, we also looked to see if they'd been in our group or mm-hmm. another group, a PTA, uh, you right. know, another education, you know, Facebook group. Something. In other words, if they had actually walked the walk. Advocated. Right. You know, they've they've ad- actually advocated. They're not just mm-hmm. going to say it. They've done for, it. For public education. Public education. Yeah. And um, we wanted, you know, somebody that w- this was something that they are passionate about before, you know, they didn't file for office and decide, oh yeah, I think I'll be passionate about public ed. (laughs) They were passionate prior. And that's, you know, I feel like that is more telling than a survey would ever be. Right. I have a full-time job. Everybody else that, you know, is on our board that we formed with this pack, they have Mm -hmm. full-time jobs. I can't conduct interviews, you know, and I sure can't detect if somebody's lying to me, you know. Mm -hmm. So we really had to start with that, um, with recommendations and, you know, Mm -hmm. what have they done? What are they a part of? And I mean, a lot of it was easy. I mean, we had teachers that are running. So teachers, you know, well, we didn't endorse every teacher, but Oh, you didn't? No. Just just having been a teacher 10, 10 years ago mm-hmm. for a year didn't didn't necessarily count. well um it could have it just depended on the teacher um because you know sally kern was a teacher <laughs> and so you just can't trust the right. profession sure. um so we i mean there were a few that you know once we spoke to them and kind of yeah. researched we realized that maybe they weren't really so much aligned with us mm-hmm. but um sally kern by the way she she was a legislator uh in the oklahoma legislature from the oklahoma city mm-hmm. area one of the districts in oklahoma city and uh, was very outspoken about a whole lot of different things. Oh, yes. Uh, very inflammatory <laughs> things. Very. And um, very controversial mm-hmm. legislator. And uh, she, for the most part, she seemed to enjoy that. Yes. And um, she got a lot of attention. She enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And um, she was not friendly toward public education mm-hmm. at all. No. Um, there were a few votes I she surprised me on, but for the most part, yeah. no. Yeah. Um, and so... But, you know, we had educators, so those were a little bit easier to decipher. Right. Um, but then we had, you know, husbands of teachers that are like, I'm right. going to run on behalf of my wife, which I thought was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just so sweet. Right. And then we had school board members that decided to run yeah. and PTA presidents and... School boards see these things mm-hmm. probably really almost on a in a better way than, than classroom teachers. Classroom teachers see are kind of at the end of every mm-hmm. line of stuff that yeah. comes down the pike. But but the school boards really see the grind of, of reduced uh, monies mm-hmm. being sent to the district and everything else. And so, they're the yeah. first to get blamed. You know, yeah. parents come to a board meeting, they're angry because their they're angry class the has 30 yeah. in it in third yeah. grade, you know. And, and or so, they have to cut a sport or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's right. been a big issue recently. Yeah. Uh-huh. But um, so we, from there, you know, we kind of took a look at what have they done? Mm-hmm. Why are they running? What are their reasons? Um, 
are they regular voters? Because, you know, we didn't want to endorse somebody that like just registered to vote six months ago and now they're running for office, you know? Um, <laughs> right. They really hadn't been in the mix. Yeah. That. Or yeah. that, you know, they didn't, they weren't serious about this. Right, we needed yeah. them to be serious candidates. Not just a placeholder. Right. Not um, just a ringer just that somebody yeah. gave money to to run. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that does happen. It does. Placeholder, uh, you know, the legislature every year, I'm sorry to say, I see people who are placeholders and ringers mm-hmm. uh, who've just been given money to go in there and hold a place. Yeah. Vote, vote for the party and mm-hmm. whatever. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we, and a lot of, um, time was spent in, um, asking, talking to people in mm-hmm. their district, you know, it was easy to kind of find somebody and then they would say, Oh, well, so-and-so and so-and-so is in this group. And yeah. then all of a sudden when we put, you know, just some suggestions out there of candidates, uh-huh. we got a lot of messages. I mean, I, I mean, there were some people and, you know, we have them, some of them flagged as pro public education. And then right. we had our triangles for anti public education. <laughs> so the pro public education people would be the little apples. apples. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you have an apple mm-hmm. and, and, and then the ones who were pretty actively against public education mm-hmm. by your group's perception had a little triangle mm-hmm. a little and black triangle with an exclamation point in it i mean it was just a small so, icon so you I got could in find. trouble for that in some yeah. kind of way I people had a, were upset about that oh yeah i mean i had somebody that lost their runoff and that called and told me that he lost his runoff because of my triangle and i was like sir mm. i'm actually kind of flattered but my triangle is not that powerful it's just not you yeah. know i mean and you what, weren't the only one who assigned that oh gosh no we have a yeah. board of like 16 people yeah, yeah. and um so there were a lot of con- when you have too many board members sometimes there's a lot of conversation oh, but yeah. it was good you right. know i mean like there were so many of us to investigate and it it i felt like it was more thorough right um but the um you know, we would get messages from people saying this candidate is running that we hadn't even heard of, um, like prior to filing date, even, you know, this candidate, I know this candidate's running and I know they're against public education. And I know that because they're my uncle or, you know, aunt or, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, if your family yeah. <laughs> doesn't like you, then uh, we probably need to look and see mm-hmm. what's going on. And yeah. so when you ask some educators and some parents, Especially in the smaller areas, you can yeah. find people that know people. Um, there's people that have done things in the past. You can look at kind of what they've said, uh, you know, quotes they've made or. And it really, it really seems like to me that that, that that is a much more accurate and reliable way, much more time consuming. Mm-hmm. So time consuming. Much more accurate and much more reliable because you're talking to people closest yeah. to those districts, closest to those people mm-hmm. uh, who really know what those people have been saying. Or or just not saying anything at all. Yeah. Until boom, all of a sudden they jump up and they're they're a candidate. Yeah. Uh, and and um, so sometimes people do things impulsively like that. Mm-hmm. Most times it's it's because a particular political party has approached them and said, you know what, we we need you to mm-hmm. jump in there and do something. Yeah. Right? I think there was and, a yeah. lot of recruited candidates this yeah. year from parties. Yeah. And um, I you know, and I um. I don't want to feel like, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like we recruited candidates. We just asked for suggestions on well, some candidates. Some people accused you of that, didn't they? Um, oh, I don't think so. Not? Um, okay. well, yeah, I don't remember anyone accusing me of it. Um, there was, 
Yeah, there was some accusations made against one of the past legislators that support us, you know, that he was doing it. And he was right, like, I yeah. don't really know what they're talking about. <laughs> but um, yeah, they didn't really accuse me of it. I mean, I really think at the in the beginning, they thought, oh, look at this cute little group with their fun little list of cute mm, apples. Uh, sure, and I was yeah. like, we are fun and they are cute, you know, but, but then, they didn't but take then it when serious. the primary came and went mm-hmm. after primary day, I noticed a real difference in, in the tone mm-hmm. of the comments um, directed toward the group. Oh yeah, and you. Mm-hmm. So things got a little tougher then after the primary when some people uh, fell down mm-hmm. in in the primary. They were out. Yeah, we and defeated- they they thought it was going to be a cakewalk. Oh yeah, getting in. I mean, we defeated two incumbents that were triangles, and you know wow. our apples defeated them, and that was yeah. amazing. Um, and it was done with much less money than that incumbent had, right? But a lot more heart, and I feel like that's where we maybe we don't have a whole lot of money to give but we have passion you know and and people to actually get out there what we're seeing in Oklahoma is that is that effective ground games mm-hmm. by people who really believe in the candidate mm-hmm. and the candidate c- conducting a really and this is hard in 100 degree heat yeah in Oklahoma but candidates have to have a ground game don't they they have to knock one door after another mm-hmm. it's door by door and dedicate the themselves yeah. to it yeah. yeah and um you know and it's it takes the time away from their family families and yep. you know but they if they want it that's I mean I, I there's been so many people my dad included that he'll they'll say to me I I'm, I voted for this person because he came by the house twice or right. you know what I mean like yeah. I, I he came by himself and yeah. met me and they that's very big to them um, I remember when my house district candidate came by Ryan Martinez and left a hanger on my door and with his a sticky note that his cell phone number and I was like oh he's gonna regret this you know <laughs> But, you know, that mean that to me is saying, look, I'm available to talk to you about what you feel is important Mm -hmm, to you. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's all anybody wants. You know, we don't want to boss you around. Or to have your neighbor Mm -hmm. um, knock on your door, have your neighbor tell you, hey, you know what? I I really believe in this candidate. Yeah. I wish wish you would think about it, too. Mm -hmm. Those those things matter. Matter. Absolutely. Those things matter a lot more than a robocall Mm -hmm. or a TV ad. Or or the mailers that go straight in the trash. (laughs) And I hear they're still effective, but I I mean, mine goes straight in the trash. But, um, you know, and so I did call Ryan and talk to him for an hour, you know, and um, the first time we talked and you can just sense an excitement and a passion to really serve and to really, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, represent the people of their district. And it's, I mean, it's very distinctive when you Mm -hmm. talk to candidates. And that was another thing we looked for too. Are they passionate about, you know, one thing I have always personally looked for is like a baseline is, you know, do they tell me exactly what they feel and what their issues are and what they support and what they don't? Or do they say to me, I can tell you, you know, about how I feel, but I'm not going to be representing just myself. I'm going to be representing my district, you know, right, and I feel like that's right. a huge um, a mindset that a lot don't have. That's and if they do have it, it, yeah, it's a very comforting yeah. um, words to me. I mean, it's it's amazing. Well, it's the difference between a candidate who's who's getting their campaign money from just one mm-hmm. one remote but very demanding source, yeah, or or a a campaign that's getting a lot of really small donations from people in their district and. 
and people may know. Big, yeah. Big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, why why listen to constituents when really, you know, you're you're told. You've been bought. What, yeah, you're told <laughs> what you're going to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and other, you know, like the old saying goes, when we want your opinion, we'll tell it to you. Yeah, and, and exactly. So, yeah. And that's the, way, that's the way some of these big centralized organizations do that. And so. that's precisely why mm-hmm. I don't want us to ever pick candidates based on if they agree with us all the time because right. that makes us a special interest group. Right. We're, we, our right. group is formed to collaborate. And if Actually, people will collaborate, yeah. that's perfect. What, what really kind of surprised me about that, I, I just thought by nature that, that, you know, since the Democratic Party is the minority party, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the uh, Republicans have had a super majority uh, in the House and the Senate and have had the executive branch of government mm-hmm. uh, for a long time. And, and things haven't gotten better. They've gotten worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard for people to argue that they haven't gotten worse mm-hmm. in this state. And, uh, you know, there are people out there who try it, uh, try to argue that, but it, but it's not a credible argument. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so um, Democrats have, have been fired up about, about that failure, of course, just like Republicans used to get fired up in Oklahoma when the Democrats would fail because mm-hmm. they were, they were in the majority. And, you know, when they made mistakes, that's just the way politics go. Yeah. Uh, but I was surprised at how many Republicans mm-hmm. got the apple you know, in your list, mm-hmm. uh, there there was a significant number of Republicans. Wasn't yeah, there? I mean, if you look at a lot of the legislation that was yeah. written, um, it was written by Republicans. Yeah. Um, the amendment to RSA, Katie Hinkie, yeah. mm-hmm. I adore her. Um, she is absolutely amazing. She fought, you know, tooth and nail for my right. boys. Mm-hmm. You know, while she was supposed to be on bed rest at home, <laughs> while she, she was pregnant with her own child, yeah. she uh-huh. drove to Oklahoma City in her heels to, you know, override um, Governor Fallon's veto on yeah, that well. that. Amendment. And that is, I mean, she will have my allegiance and my loyalty always because that was huge to me. That was something that, that was what got me started doing this. And that was something that was affecting my Again, children. who was that? Representative Hinky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. And, you know, it's, there are people, there are Republicans in there that are trying. Yeah. They just need some more in there to help them. <laughs> so. Well, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if, if the pro-public education Republicans get shouted down with nobody backing them up. Right. Um, inside of their party um, and and they're on the other side of the aisle from the Democrats, mm-hmm. then, then they end up being isolated mm-hmm. without some kind of support somewhere. So yeah. do you do you think that your organization uh, has has probably you didn't set out to do this, but but do you think the dynamic there is that is that the more moderate Republicans, you know, have have gotten some support uh, where they where they would have just been pushed off to one side previously? Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's you know, it's really when it comes to an incumbent, it's based on voting records. So you know, right. we just yeah. kind of grabbed a few bills or mm-hmm. some of the bills that weren't even voted on. Um, you know, like the ESA, the mm-hmm. voucher bill, we mm-hmm. tracked responses. You know, did were they for or against when we got reply? Right. Emails. We kept those and um, made sure that they were on our side of the issue. Mm-hmm. So now, um, kind of the last the last thing I want to cover here mm-hmm. was a pretty unusual circumstance where um, uh, here you are are in the same district. You are a constituent mm-hmm. in the in the district where Adam Pugh and uh, Reverend Paul Blair. I'm not a constituent. Oh, you're not. No, I'm just on the you're outside. In the next, you're I'm in, in the next Senator district. Bice's yeah. district. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so they were both Republicans, mm-hmm. um, and and Adam missed winning the primary 
primary by what seven vo- eight vo- votes eight votes <laughs> yeah and so you know he already showed some some strength but mm-hmm. but uh, but Reverend Blair was really determined on this and mm-hmm. and and really frankly seemed like you know he was entitled to it some kind of way and so yeah. um, I don't I don't quite understand but you know I don't I don't have to understand but yeah anyway uh, but the um, uh, Blair ends up kind of pointing an accusing finger at you, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah, you know, that seemed very strange to me. Yeah. Um, uh, tell tell our listeners a little bit about that. They might have missed some of that. Um, well, let's see. There was a, it was after, obviously, he had, you know, lost lost the primary, even though it went into a runoff because it didn't right. hit over 50. Yeah. Um, and he, there was some comment on our page about, or in our group about, somebody had asked what was the rumor in 2000. 12 or something about when he because he ran previously against senator jolly what was the rumor that was going around and jolly Jolly one yeah Yeah. and um i know there was like a a lawsuit there was a slander lawsuit then too so Uh, it's a pattern uh, um and so what was slander lawsuit blair suing jolly Jolly. and both republicans both republicans and jolly not nearly as far right as as right Right. he he referred to jolly as a moderate um (laughs) which to some people that sounds strange yeah but, uh, yeah. I, but I guess on a certain scale, yeah, yeah Jolly would, might seem. Yeah, moderate. I mean, when it, I mean, between the two, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jolly is. I mean, it, there's obviously things that him and I butt heads on, yeah, but there are things right. we agree on too. Sure, so yeah, sure. and that's not the yeah. case with most. But mm-hmm. um, he, uh, there was some comment about Westboro Baptist Church, and um, what was the rumor that he was a member of Westboro or something? <laughs> I'd have to find it. And I replied back that he's a pastor, and here was the rumor. Well. Yeah. Apparently, he had either spies or somebody in our group um, that took like my little one little sliver of a comment right. and basically said I was slandering him. But the comment said, um, you know, there's no proof of this. Yeah. And then below uh-huh. it, it said the above, the above is a rumor. Let, if you want to ask him, go ask him right. on his page. Let's right. focus on public ed. But there's not a story if you take the whole thread. You know, sure. there's only a story if you take that little bit. Right. Really, wasn't even a story anyways, but whatever. Um, so there was there was a press conference. Oh, press at conference the at the Capitol with Congress. Congressman Russell and yeah. the ex district attorney and at the state capitol, yeah. but but no actual sitting legislators actually a part of the of the press conference, right? Um, I well, uh, no, Representative Calvi was there. Oh, that's what it yeah. was. Okay, all yeah, right. Calvi was there. Yeah, okay. he didn't like us either. Yeah, but um, he yeah, so they basically had this big poster size picture of me blown up, and yeah. you know, I was like Exhibit A. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was just the craziest thing. I didn't watch it because yeah. everyone was like, "Don't watch it." Um. But I just, I just didn't this, get that whole press conference. I mean, I didn't, I didn't get it except, mm-hmm. except that you know it looked like to me. What do you think? Blair was trying to make himself look like some kind of a victim, victim. there in some kind. Yeah, of and this is clearly why he lost the primary. You know, <laughs> I mean, and I, it's one mom, one one single mom, just me making a yeah. comment on Facebook. A comment, not the whole even, thing. and it wasn't even an actual comment. It was a reply to a comment. I mean, it's buried. <laughs> and it, and you got to be post, digging. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta be digging <laughs> to find that. But he found it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um so yeah, because of this one comment, you know. Right. Um he he was yeah. being slandered. Crim- mm-hmm. I don't know. He said you use the word criminally something. I don't know. But he was being slandered, and that is not mm-hmm. um, what was happening. And so it was, you know, I was evil. And then there somebody, um, some guy. I paid little attention to this because that's how much it meant to me. But some guy um, posted on Adam, made a comment on Adam's post or Adam's page, comment on one of his posts with like some picture of Blair with a KKK outfit or something on. Yeah. 
which I, from what people have said, has been floating around for years. But he basically was saying that that right. was all Adam, right. you know. And, and let's let's just say that that nobody knows for sure about either of those accusations mm-hmm. about Westboro or about the Klan, mm-hmm. and and really a little bit stronger notions ab- about the John Birch Society because mm-hmm. of things Blair has said himself. But still, no known proof proof of any of those mm-hmm. things. I want to be sure and clear that here at this. Oh, point. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, there's no known proof and. Right. And, you know, even and half of the people that know about it now didn't know about it before his press conference because, you know, it was really that minimal. Yeah, it was really his his presser yeah. that got all that stuff out there. Right? Yeah. yeah. And um, so it was just a Facebook squabble until they held a big a big press conference. that was meant to look like a grand jury. Report yeah. Or and yeah. it was not even a it right. was just a someone asking questions and I answer, mm-hmm. you know, right. I mean, now if I were um, if I knew I was going to, you know, be put on trial for this i would have said <laughs> allegedly you know but i don't i mean i'm a mom and i don't yeah. do this all the time and i'm not i don't work You're thing, not a you know lawyer. i mean yeah You're i don't not a politician i don't right, work yeah. i mean i'm just replying to a comment sure, and, yeah. and i you know i assumed if anybody was looking at it they would read the whole thread yeah. which uh, clearly they did but like i said the whole thread wouldn't yeah. have been a story um so i was attacked which i've heard from a lot of people in office um consultants that are you know helping various candidates that this is the first time they've ever seen this happen in Oklahoma politics and I was like oh lucky me you know I can't remember it yeah. I I can't remember you know just an activist mom uh, being being the subject mm-hmm. of of a press conference, yeah. Um, um, at the Capitol when the legislature was not in session, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. in, in the in the press room at the Capitol. So, um, yeah. So there there were a lot of unusual things mm-hmm. about that, but none none of those accusations have ever been been proven, and Mm-mm. and Blair has not not agreed to any of those things. So we need to say that, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but that's that's what the squabble was that's about. Exactly Exactly what, yeah. It, Some people are saying that mm-hmm. Blair doesn't like it, and and, and so that's where the squabble was. Yeah, um, but to, but to focus all that just you know on you mm-hmm. seemed like a really yeah, unusual thing. Very, um, because there's a lot of when you really look i mean there's a lot worse things that mm-hmm. it's been said and you know publications that he could right. have been you know mad about like official publications i mean this is a comment on a social <laughs> in a closed facebook group on social media you right, know right yeah and a so cl- a closed group closed group yeah, what, not even a public, public group not mm-hmm. a public group. you can't even share the posts i mean like you can't share from our group because it's closed yeah um and so uh, it was mind-blowing <laughs> to me but yeah if, the, if if that had been some sort of public post where you had put one two three four absolutely in a public post maybe that that would have warranted yeah you know something mm-hmm. probably not that strong still but you know still some kind of outrage about that but you know there was a lot of outrage about a close something about a reply to a, a comment, comment in a close and that's group. like that's yeah. buried down that's third level you know yeah. and um reply to a comment is a third level mm-hmm. on facebook and they hold really a pressure at the state capital. yeah you really have yeah. to you have to click comments yeah. and then replies and then yeah. read it and so they were digging um but you know and if I still have a question about Congressman Russell Russell being in on that. That that was yeah. really, you know, just just the people involved mm-hmm. in that. You know, if Blair just had his own press conference and mm-hmm. got up and said, "Hey, you know, I don't I don't agree with this stuff and mm-hmm. I don't like this stuff and I don't think it's fair." You know, people want to win. Well, okay, you know, it's a campaign and yeah, okay, he can stand up for himself. Yeah. But to, but to bring the this menagerie of other mm-hmm. uh, guys in on this, you know, for 
I don't know. I don't know what reason. Uh, it, except to just line people yeah, up for appearances. New, yeah, to get media there. Yeah. And um, and I know that he told a lot of. Or I was told by some people that it was, you know, a, they were told it was an education candidate's press conference. And so. You know, I mean, I think it was just whatever to get people there. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't. Well, well. So as it turns out, then uh, tell tell us how this runoff election uh, between Pew and and Reverend Blair came out. Uh, Adam won, which is amazing. By how many votes? Um, oh, just right under a thousand. Yeah. Um. So it wasn't it wasn't by eight or something? Exactly. Like. Yeah. It was uh, almost a thousand yeah. votes. Yeah. And you know, and when I started this, you know, I, I met Adam. He said the things I wanted yeah. to hear, and and I could tell he was really interested in helping and serving. Uh-huh. Um, but. You know, I didn't, it wasn't one of those things where I was like, oh, you know, I really, really just want Adam, you know, I, I want to focus just on his campaign until I got to know him. And he is such a great guy. I mean, he's just a very great guy. And he's, um, he wants to listen and he wants to understand and learn and, um, you know, he, he, one of the first things he said was, I'd have to ask educators before I vote on policy, you know, education policy. And I was like, Okay, you know that's perfect. But that wasn't the approach that Reverend Blair has ever taken about education. No, is. he's um, been very anti-government. Mm-hmm. Uh, calls public schools government schools, yes. which is a you know it's it's meant to be a dog whistle uh, mm-hmm. for for people on the extreme right. Yes, and um, so. Um, so yeah, there that that's a pretty big difference, mm-hmm. pretty big difference there. Yeah. So yeah, and and the people of Edmond, you know, in the Republican Party have spoken. Yeah, and and so now it's going to be uh, Pew versus Kevin McDonald, mm-hmm. who was a former colleague of mine in Edmond Public Schools, yeah. and and uh, then a Libertarian candidate. I'm glad that we had, you know, we had several runoffs with um, our candidates, and and many won, and yeah. it was really amazing. I'm really sad about the ones that lost because they were both great, but oh, yeah. um, but you that's can't win politics. them all. Yeah, and but gosh, it's opened my eyes to some <laughs> stuff that I wish my eyes were not open to. <laughs> like I, you know, I um, and I, I don't know how I was put um in the public, mm-hmm. you know, for I was, you know, made the example or whatever. I, I, I don't know how that occurred, but mm-hmm. um. It's kind of showing me that I can take some things and still be okay. <laughs> I think I think you've <laughs> toughened taken, me up a little bit. <laughs> I think you've taken this stuff pretty well. You know, it's it's um, activist mom. Mm-hmm. You know, an activist single mom up against you know really what's been a pretty big Republican political machine in Oklahoma for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, and, and so um, uh, congratulations on just staying in there and Thanks. and not just collapsing into a fetal ball yeah, on, on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure, but what I would have at that point. So, um, so congratulations on on that. Congratulations on being involved. You know, Thank involvement you. of the constituency is what makes a democracy work, and I think we forget that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Thank you for all your hard work. And uh, thank you for supporting public education, oh, and thank you, it. thank you for supporting education control by all of the people, and not just a few remote staff members in another state somewhere. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. And I, you know, I wanted to add one last thing too. I think that it's important for people to realize that our list that we made has, you know, there were races where we have more than one apple. Um, right, yeah. You know, because what That's we were point, really yeah. trying to do with that list is flag the safe votes for public education. Right. Because we know there are other issues. Yeah. And we want people to look and say, okay, these are safe. So now let's mm-hmm. go from there. Yeah. yeah. And um, that is 
you know, I feel like that's been something that is kind of unique. I don't know of another group that right, does that, right. but, um, it's allowed us to focus on the cause instead of the candidate, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, so we can go to these races that, you know, an Apple is running against somebody that's anti-public mm-hmm. education and, you know, help as much as we can. So in some of these districts, you had several uh, people with the Apple designation. Mm-hmm. On yeah. Like not, not just one. Oh, well, several. Yeah. 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 Um, all in we, the same race. Yeah. Like, same we race. had, we had two races where apples were in runoffs against each other, you yeah. know, and, and as, and as a matter of fact, in this district, Adam Pugh versus Kevin McDonald, mm-hmm. both apples, both apples. And that's a win-win for us. It, yeah. I mean, that's, right. that's a win. I mean, I am uh, very pleased about that, you know, because there's going to be others that we need to, you right. know, dedicate yeah. our time and resources to. Yeah. But, um, that is, uh, you know, really what our list is trying to do. We don't want to, I mean, not yeah. trying to pick a winner. We're trying to pick, you know, flag people that we feel will be supportive for our cause. And so, mm-hmm. and that's our focus, the cause, not the candidate. So there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's I mean, what they call democracy. I, yeah. Glad you said that. <laughs> Angela, thank you very much. It's been a great interview. I yeah. really appreciate you being so forthcoming here. And I, I wish you well in the future and wish you smooth sailing in the future with as few attacks as possible. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Good interview. That concludes our interview. There are several ways for you to catch this weekly podcast. Go to our website at intersectionsok.com where you can subscribe, listen to episodes, read the backstory, and see photos of our guest. On iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and our Facebook page, we are Intersections Oklahoma. On Twitter and Instagram, we are Intersections OK. I always want to hear about the cool people in your life, so write to me. My email address is ideas at intersectionsok.com. Steven Tyler is our awesome production advisor, and I am your host, Brett Dickerson.